A troll is a being in Nordic folklore, including Norse mythology. In old Norse sources, beings described as trolls dwell in isolated areas of rocks, mountains or caves, live together in small family units and are rarely helpful to human beings. In later Scandinavian folklore, trolls became beings in their own rights, where they live far from human habitation, are not Christianized and are considered dangerous to human beings. Depending on the source, their appearance varies greatly. Trolls may be ugly and slow-witted, or look and behave exactly like human beings, with no particular grotesque characteristic about them. Trolls are sometimes associated with particular landmarks in Scandinavian folklore, which at times may be explained as formed from a troll exposed to sunlight. Trolls are depicted in a variety of media in modern popular culture. In Norse mythology, troll, like Pars, is applied to Jotnar and is mentioned throughout the Old Norse corpus. In Old Norse sources, trolls are said to dwell in isolated mountains, rocks and caves, sometimes live together, usually as father and daughter or mother and son, and are rarely described as helpful or friendly. The prose Edda book, Skal Skapermal, describes an encounter between an unnamed troll woman and the 9th century Skald Bragi Bodison. According to the section, Bragi was driving through a certain forest late one evening when a troll woman aggressively asked him who he was. Bragi responds in turn, describing himself and his abilities as a skillful skald before the scenario ends. There is much confusion and overlap in the use of Old Norse terms hjotun, troll, pers and risi, which describe various beings. Mots theorize that there are originally four distinct classes of beings. Lords of nature, the Hjotun, mythical magicians, trolls, hostile monsters, or thars, and a heroic and courtly being, Risi, the last class being the youngest edition. On the other hand, Arman Jacobson is critical of Mott's interpretation and calls this theory unsupported by any convincing evidence. Arman highlights that the, ter- that the term is used to denote various beings, such as a Jotun or mountain dweller, a witch, an abnormally strong or large ugly person, an evil spirit, a ghost, a blamar, a magical boar, a heathen demigod, a demon, a brunmigi or a berserker. Later in Scandinavian folklore, trolls became defined as a particular type of being. Numerous tales are recorded about trolls in which they are frequently described as being extremely old, very strong but slow and dim-witted, and are at times described as man-eaters and as turning to stone upon contact with sunlight. However, trolls are also attested as looking as much the same as human beings, without any particular hideous appearance about them, but living far away from human habitation and generally having some form of social organisation. Unlike the Ra and the Nak, who are attested as being solitary beings. According to John Lindau, what sets them apart is that they are not Christian, and those who encounter them do not know them. Therefore, trolls were in the end dangerous, regardless of how well they might get along with Christian society, and trolls display a habit of berg tanning, kidnapping or literally mountain taking, and overrunning a farm or estate. Lindau states that the etymology of the word troll remains uncertain, though he defines trolls in later Swedish folklore as nature beings and as all-purpose otherworldly beings, equivalent, for example, to fairies in Anglo-Celtic traditions. 
They therefore appear in various migratory legends where collective nature beings are called for. Lindau notes that trolls are sometimes swapped out for cats and little people in the folklore record. A Scandinavian folk belief that lightning frightens away trolls and Jotnar appear in numerous Scandinavian folktales and may be a late reflection of the god Thor's role in fighting such beings. In connection, the lack of trolls and Jotnar in modern Scandinavia is sometimes explained as a result of the accuracy and efficiency of the lightning strokes. Additionally, the absence of trolls in regions of Scandinavia is described in folklore as being a consequence of the constant din of the church bells. This ringing caused the trolls to leave for other lands, although not without some resistance. Numerous traditions relate how trolls destroyed a church under construction or hurled boulders and stones at completed churches. Large local stones are sometimes described as the product of a troll's toss. Additionally, into the 20th century, the origins of particular Scandinavian landmarks, such as particular stones, are ascribed to trolls who may, for example, have turned to stone upon exposure to sunlight. Lindo compares the trolls of the Swedish folklore tradition to Grendel, the supernatural Mead Hall invader in the old English poem Beowulf, and notes that just as the poem Beowulf emphasises not the harrying of Grendel, but the cleansing of the Hall of Beowulf, so the modern tales stress the moment when the trolls are driven off. Smaller trolls are attested as living in burial mounds and in mountains in Scandinavian folk tradition. In Denmark, these creatures are recorded as trod folk, and in Norway as troll folk and tusser. Trolls may be described as small human-like beings or as tall as men depending on the region of origin of the story. In Norwegian tradition, similar tales may be told about the larger trolls and the holder folk, yet a distinction is made between the two. The use of the word troll in Orkney and Shetland to mean beings which are very likely the hudra folk in Norway may suggest a common or origin for the terms. The word troll may have been used by pagan Norse settlers in Orkney and Shetland as a collective term for the supernatural beings who should be respected and avoided rather than worshipped. Troll could later have become specialised as a description of the larger, more menacing Hjotun kind, whereas Huldra folk may have developed as a term for the smaller trolls. John Arnott McCulloch posited a connection between the Old Norse Vetar and trolls, suggesting that both concepts may derive from the spirits of the dead. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.